Alright dude, let's talk about Bill and Ted Face the Music. Now, I don't know about you guys, I was looking forward to this, they've been talking about it for, I don't know, two, three, four years, like, Keanu Reeves has been all about this movie and he couldn't wait for it to be released, so... When it finally did come out, I was super excited. I know there's a huge community of people who were super excited about this. And I finally got a chance to sit down and watch it. And boy, am I happy. I don't know about anybody else. I don't know if there's any ratings out there for it that really talk down to this movie. What I will say is that if you were a fan of the originals, you're going to like this film. I will say that... I get where some scrutiny could come into play because it isn't, you know, the best movie in the world. It ain't winning Oscars. But I think what people don't understand is that not every movie has to be Oscar-nominated. Not every movie has to be The Revenant or a Shawshank Redemption. Like, I'm pretty sure when they make all the Batman movies and all the, the Marvel movies, they're not expecting those to win Oscars either. And those are huge movies. But not every movie has to be a Marvel movie either, guys. Bill and Ted Face the Music is a very enjoyable movie. If you go in there with an open mind and you think, I'm watching a Bill and Ted movie, you're going to enjoy it. The story, it has some things that you could, you know, give and take when it comes to what we're used to seeing out of the original two. And let's also just make sure we take notice that the last one, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, the second film, that was released in 1991. And the first film, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, was in, was released in 1989. So, these movies are old. All right, this is a this is the third part to a very old franchise. It's almost like like what would happen if they came out with a Back to the Future four. Like, it's way past the time frame where it could possibly matter. And that's kind of how I felt like when the uh, the second or third, however you want to look at it, Dumb and Dumber came out. And that, of course, is based on another movie from the 90s. Now, it is late in its time. I get that it might miss the mark when it comes to whether or not this was the perfect time to release this. But it was something that a lot of people wanted. They had a huge fan following that wanted this movie to happen. And one of those people that wanted it to happen was Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves was all about this film happening. And he's been trying to get it to work for so long. And him and... um. What's the other guy's name? Alex Winter. They really wanted this to happen. So I'm really glad that we finally got it. And I'm going to tell you that it's definitely a movie that plays on the nostalgia feeling. Like every time you see something that's like, oh, that's a callback. Oh, that's a callback. Oh, that's a callback. It's very, very like, and I, I get it. There's a lot of things this day and age that really tried to feed off of the nostalgia feeling you get movies, comic books, television, newspapers, magazines, even Facebook. Everything is trying to fill you with some sort of nostalgic feeling from years and years ago. So this is just another thing to add to that, where it's really trying to like get, get you right in the heart when it comes to what you remember and what you used to love about these two, about the two original movies. So the story isn't as, you know... I would have to say it's definitely a good way way to go when it comes to the universe that Bill and Ted exist in. So if you don't remember them that well, the first film is all about how they have to pass their history exam. So what do they do? Well, George Carlin himself shows up. The, uh, the character George Carlin plays um, Rufus. He shows up with a time machine that's 
a freaking phone booth and he's like, here, take these and go do your um, history project. And they're like, yeah. And of course, they're like goofy rockers and whatnot. And they go back in time and they find all of these people from history to do their history exam. Billy the Kid, uh, Mozart, uh, uh, who else do they find? Uh, Napoleon. Like, there's some great scenes in those movies with all these characters and bringing them into the future. You know, Socrates and um, uh, Sigmund Fraud. Like, it, it, it was very enjoyable for what it was. And I guarantee you when they made it, they probably didn't think that it was going to get a sequel. But it did. When Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey came out, it was definitely a really more advanced version of what they did with that first one. And again, I don't know if they were thinking that this was going to go further, but that first one is priceless, and this one is almost as if, like, the other movies don't even exist. The <laughs> This one is all about how, for some reason now, these two nothing rockers, the, these kids from San Dimas, California, are what's going to save the world. And because of that... There's a bunch, there's a dude who wants the end of the world to come. So he sends robots who look just like Bill and Ted into the past from the future, mind you, to kill them and destroy their lives. And again, I'm, I'm okay with spoiling these films because they're 30 years old. If you haven't watched these films by now, that's your own fault. So the, <laughs> this is the quote from the movie, the evil robot usses, oh, I swear to God, I love these films, the evil robot usses for Bill and Ted go back and kill them, so they go to hell, and there's a, there's a hilarious sequence while they're in hell, they meet death, and death's like, you have to beat me at uh, a game in order to be sent back, or whatever, and then if you lose, then I keep you for all eternity, and they play like Battleship, and like Twister, and it's, it's a funny scene. And then, of course, they go back and they have to, you know, put their lives back together. But what they learn is that they're supposed to... They're supposed to be the ones that write the song that's going to save the world. Now, that's where the film ends. The film ends on their final performance and they look like ZZ Top and it's hilarious. And it's meant to have been that you they, they wrote the song. Now, here, this movie, 30 years later, picks up on them being old middle-aged men at the end of their rock careers, and they haven't written the song yet. And I'm sure you get that if you've seen the, com- the commercials and the trailers for it. You get that, like, the premise is they haven't written the song yet. And if you were going to do the third movie and you wanted to kind of keep some kind of continuity then yes, that's how you do it. it. It's a perfect way to bring this, to make this movie exist, is to bring up the scenario where they haven't written the song yet. So they haven't written the song. Rufus's daughter comes, which of course, Rufus being the character played by George Carlin, he's not there. I wish he could have been, you know, I'm a huge George Carlin fan. They did give him a little cameo in it, or they do a lot of referencing towards him. I won't really spoil that if you haven't seen it, but there's a lot that really, like, they talk about him a big deal because he was a big character in those films. So the character you see in the trailer, uh, the girl that's dressed all in white, she comes, she's the daughter. 
she's Rufus's daughter, and she tells them, you have to write the song, the space-time continuum is erupting. And they're like, how do we write the song? And then, of course, they get the idea that they go into the future and they steal the song. But now, the whole thing is that they're trying to go further and further into the future, and every version of themselves they meet hasn't written the song yet. So they keep battling it out with them to be like, why haven't you written the song? And there's a lot of cameos. There's a lot of funny things that happen. Um, One of my favorite things about this film is that it really isn't just about Bill and Ted, and it isn't even just about um, the storyline of needing to write the song that's going to save the universe. It's, It's also about their daughters, because... The second film ends with them marrying the princesses that they took from, like, 1495 or whatever the year was. And, of course, they're still alive. It's the same actresses, I'm pretty sure, who play them now, 30 years later. And they have kids. They both have kids. And the the two actresses who play the daughter, one is Samara Weaving, and I love Samara Weaving. I don't know if you know who that is, but it's one of those actresses that looks just like Margaret Robbie. You put them in a room together, I'll never be able to tell who the difference who, who the, the difference between them. I'll never be able to tell. But um, Samara Weaving plays um, Keanu Reeves' daughter. And the other actress, I haven't seen her in anything before, Bridget Lundy, I believe her name is. She is um, uh, Alex Winter's daughter, Bill uh, Bill's daughter. So their names are Thea and Billy. You know, cute. So <laughs> it's a lot about them, too, and how they want to be involved Bill and Ted talk about how they went back in time. Nobody believes them, but their daughters do. So when they start time traveling, the daughters are like, we have to help uh, our fathers. And they go, they get a time machine, and they start helping them too. And they're pulling a whole bunch of other people from from the past to create a new band to write the song that's meant to save the world. And it's got a lot of funny moments. I, I would say the only part that's weird is just seeing Keanu Reeves without a beard. That's the only part that's weird. I can't tell that... I can't tell you that it's very awkward to see him without a beard. Because it definitely... You see him with a beard in any of these other movies, he looks super young. He don't look 46 or 56, whatever, how old he is. He doesn't look that old. He looks like he's in his 30s. He's in his prime right now. He don't have a beard... He don't look good. Like, I'm sorry, Keanu. I'm a huge fan. I've watched, like, 90% of your films. I'm a fan of all of them. Almost everything you do turns... Everything you touch turns to gold. But you don't look good without a beard, dude. You don't. Not now. (laughs) And I'll tell you the truth. Alex Winter looks really good for his age. Like, if you wanted to do a reboot of The Lost Boys and put Alex Winter in it again, he could still pull that off. He looks great. And I haven't really seen him in much um, since then. You know, since those earlier 90s films. And... It's just, it's really nice to see them, you know, like I said, there's a couple of people who kind of make uh, some nice little cameos in there. William Sadler comes back as the Grim Reaper, you've seen that in the trailers. Uh, like I said, the the women who played the, the princesses, they're both back um, as their wives. Uh, there's a nice little um, cameo by Gillian Bell, uh, if you don't know her, she's a really funny comedian. Um, so it's got a lot of people in it. It's definitely got a lot of people. The actor who played their father, he's back. I, I'm pretty certain whoever played the little brother for Keanu in those movies, he's also in this, that same actor. And that he's got a funny, 
He's got a funny little cameo in it as well. Like it, it's definitely it definitely tugs on the heartstrings and it tugs on the the nostalgic feeling you get when you think about Bill and Ted. Because when I think about Bill and Ted, I think about those early '90s films or even the late '80s films. You know, Batman, Back to the Future, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Dick Tracy. Like I saw all these films as a kid in movie theaters, and now just being able to say that I'm seeing another one now, it's like when that year where they came out with a new Jumanji, a new Jurassic Park, and it was like. You felt you felt like Robin Williams, that meme with Robin Williams where he comes back in, in the first Jumanji and he's like, what year is it? That's what it feels like when I watch Bill and Ted, but it's just so nice to see them again. And it's nice to see Keanu like in a role that isn't just too serious. We're so used to Keanu films that are just so, so serious. And seeing him in something funny, something lighthearted, something that's just definitely, he did for fun. He doesn't even care about the money. He's doing this for fun. You know what I mean? He's he's still making money on John Wick films. You know what I mean? He's got John Wick 4 coming out. He's got Matrix 4 coming out. I'll talk about those eventually, but... He did this purely for fun, and he did this strictly because he definitely loves that character, and he definitely misses it. And I feel like he misses that just by his performance through the film. It's definitely, I wouldn't say like noteworthy, where you know he he deserves like a, like an Oscar or something. It's not that kind of movie. Again, you're not going in this to to give it that kind of scrutiny. You're not sitting here watching, you know, Wolf on Wall Street. Even that in itself, comedy-wise, was fantastic. You're going into this film because you want to laugh. You don't want to take anything seriously. You want to see Keanu in a role that pretty much, like, almost made him typecasted. Like, if Keanu didn't go on to do things like Point Break and Speed, you would have just known him as, you know... Ted from the Bill and Ted movies and that would have been it and I don't even know if they even were thinking about doing a third one back then I thought I think I feel like they probably did those two were more than happy about it but then you know years passed and they were like dude you want to do another Bill and Ted movie and Keanu being super Keanu how he is was like absolutely I will totally do another Bill and Ted film so that's how I feel like this got made but again it was also very long before you actually saw anything about the film before any production happened him and uh, Alex Winter they were talking about it for so long they were trying to get people uh, on top of it for so long from what I feel I feel like it's been it was years in the making this film and I'm super happy it's finally here and if you're a Bill and Ted fan I feel like you should go and you should give it an opportunity all right Thanks, guys. Uh, I really do appreciate anybody who's listening. Thank you again, and hopefully I catch you in the next one.